the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Ron Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Investing, retirement, real estate. Hurricane Irma. Residents of Texas and Louisiana are still reeling from their catastrophic effects of Hurricane Harvey, which struck Texas as a Category 4 hurricane back on August 25th. Uh, destroyed several thousands of homes and businesses. It killed an estimated 50 people. It displaced a million plus others. Now Florida is under a state of an emergency as Hurricane Irma is barreling towards Puerto Rico and then on to Florida in the path towards potentially Miami, which is a heavy populated area. This is a Category 5. It is considered to be the fastest hurricane winds on satellite history. Uh, so... That's wild. It's pretty impressive. Florida and Puerto Rico declare a state of emergency ahead of Irma. So we got that going out there. And obviously, different types of hurricanes. The Gulf hurricanes like Houston obviously can disrupt oil. Whereas uh, the coastal, Atlantic coastal, you're talking about big insurance losses tied towards uh, high rises in densely populated parts of the whole East Coast. As a hurricane tends to run up the coast versus barreling into a city like Houston and starting to lose strength almost immediately. This could be one to watch because it is a biggie, uh, as we like to say. The good news is Krispy Kreme is getting ready to sell uh, pumpkin spice donuts, which I don't understand, but mm. this one, oh, donuts, right? Um, pumpkin spice original glazed donuts are back one day, only Friday, September 8th. Um, woohoo! Like, okay, McDonald's and Starbucks obviously getting ready to do their uh, seasonal blends as well. Lega is cutting 1,400 jobs as sales fall amidst digital competition. If you have kids today, you know that Minecraft is a huge. With kids increasingly opting for digital gadgets, um, 
you know, millions of kids are bypassing an educational toy brand that parents love worldwide, steam plastic bricks that can be morphed into all kinds of shapes and structures. It's a childhood staple for you. It's a childhood staple for me. Demand in China is still very robust, uh, but not making up for the, some weakness in some established markets like the United States and in parts of Europe. So um, job cuts are coming. I know you're saying, that's so sad. Kind of is, right? Um, so we got a lot to talk about today. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, obviously, hot, hot, hot weekend again, and then hurricanes. It does seem to be... I'm not going to talk about weather change, but it does seem to be something we should be prepared for more so than ever. I was in Santa Barbara for part of the weekend, and I saw a microstorm hit that I've never seen before. There's a, uh, a restaurant there called Hendry's where you just saw one minute it's clear and beautiful, and then for the next ten minutes it's dumping hurricane-like rain. Not hurricane-like winds, but heavy, heavy winds. And our umbrellas are flying through the air. Incredibly dangerous. Um, so North Korea has pushed ahead as well with a provocative act, conducting its six nuclear tests since 2006 over the weekend. And there's that Hurricane Irma. Is there anything good in, in the month of eight, September? September 5 is hit. And I hate to tell you that September is typically not a very friendly month to you or me as investors. Uh, it tends to actually be the worst month of the year. In the last 100 years, it's averaged down. Um, out of the 12 months, it's the only one that has averaged down in the last 100 years. Um, in the last 50 years, it's averaged down with three other months, including August, May, and June. In the last 20 years, there's been five months that have averaged down. That's January, May, June, August, and September. Um, so... Uh, for the month of September, if you started with $100 50 years ago and only owned the S&P 500 in the month of September, your $100 would be worth $71. So yeah, that's good if you're a long-term investor because you're buying on dips. It's bad if you're a long-term and uh, short-term investor if you're trying to make that one month maximize profits. So this week we do have a lot on the table, including factory orders on Tuesday, mortgage applications, uh, service PMI, ISM non-manufacturing index on Wednesday, Thursday, you get jobless claims, productivity and labor costs, Friday, you get wholesale inventories and consumer credit. So is September really anything new as far as the scary month? Is North Korea a, a real big problem and or not? What has changed um, for North Korea is that, you know, we're further on, and at some point in time, we may lose first strike capabilities or response capabilities that, that would put them in their place. So will the West impose new sanctions on North Korea? Big question right now. Will the U.S. put more pressure on China uh, to help out with Korea? What would be the economic effects of a war? An armed conflict would first and foremost be a human tragedy, but there would be huge economic consequences as well. The effect on South Korea could be devastating, and Samsung and companies along those lines. So we've got a lot to work with today, don't we? So it doesn't feel like your typical Monday, because it's not. It's a Tuesday. So be prepared today for almost anything. Be a Boy Scout. Um, in my opinion, I think that might be the best way to go. 
he happened to be stuck with a sense of deja vu. It's understandable. Last week, we had North Korea pushing the provocative act thing. Um, now, a couple weeks ago, we had the hurricane. Now we have another hurricane, different side of the coasts. Um, stock market, how will it do? So, it's a big question. The president showed measured and diplomatic restraint in his response to North Korea's provocative act, and a sense of optimism is that, you know, we won't get crazy, but there's also that hope that the federal aid for Harvey would produce a budget and debt limit agreement in Congress without any 11th hour drama, but there seems to always be 11th hour drama when we know there shouldn't be. Big merger today, acquisition, United Technologies going after Rockwell Collins for $30 billion in cash and stock. It's been in the works uh, for quite a while, um, and that's why Rockwell Collins is up only fractions on the news. So, uh, oil prices are higher. So, playing that almost $50 market right there at 48 So, we're digesting that as we tend to digest things. Don't forget to get a big retirement income strategies and state planning seminar coming up this Saturday, September 9th. Uh, four points by Sheraton and San Rafael. Um, retirement planning is complicated, minimizing retirement income taxes, social security strategies, good and bad retirement products, measuring risk in your portfolio, protecting your state from long-term care, transitioning your portfolio from the accumulation phase, the income phase, all that and more. I'm going to go over some stocks that I'm buying and some stocks actually that I've recently let go. Uh, retirement income strategies and estate planning seminar, San Rafael, September 9th. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. And I uh, hope to see you there. If you want to get in for free instead of paying the $25, the code is RADIO25. That's RADIO25. So pick up the phone. Give us a call today, 800-516-1220. Sign up for the seminar at robblackshow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM Now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Hurricane Irma could become very problematic for the insurance industry. A second big hurricane, this one bigger than Harvey is heading, it looks like, and again, I'm not a meteorologist, is heading towards uh, Florida. And that could become quite a problem, especially since it's aiming kind of near Miami. So Hurricane Harvey survivors uh, learned a lot about National Flood Insurance Program, NFIP, uh, where you can't get coverage immediately. You have to wait at least 30 days. 
Um, in Florida, there are 20 insurance companies providing primary or excess flood insurance outside the federal government provided national flood insurance programs. And the insurance industry is looking stressed at this point in time. Uh, the airline industry had a very bad month because hurricanes tend to create the kind of winds that could knock over flight patterns. And uh, no one wants to be in that scenario. So that's going on. So lots going on, to say the least. Cryptocurrencies are getting hit pretty hard today. China did something drastic, and it might change the game for cryptocurrencies. They just put a ban on raising money through ICOs. The news is taking the crypto market as uh, the crypto from Bitcoin to Ethereum to Litecoin um, are seeing what I refer to as a bubble in pricing and a run-up. So um, a lot of analysts think that this is the time uh, as Bitcoin gets towards 5,000 that it should start to, I'm not going to say unravel, but weaken fundamentally on momentum. 800-516-1220 to each calls in the air. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. He and I will be doing a seminar this weekend, this Saturday, our only trip to Moran at Four Points by Sheraton. You can sign up at Rob Black Show, robblackshow.com, and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. I'd love to see you, Moran. Um, if you want us to keep coming, I need to see you. 10 a.m. to noon, September 9th. Chad? Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton with newfocusfinancial.com. Drop him an email, and we'll answer it here on the air. It's chad at newfocusfinancial.com. Selena sends in an email that says, My husband has the option of contributing to a 403B and or 457 plan. Should he split his contributions between the two plans? Does one have an advantage over the other? It seems the 457 allows for withdrawals, pre-retirement age, so it can be, quote-unquote, more flexible. Thoughts? Well, yeah, I mean, that's a, it's actually a pretty good thought that person's obviously researching their options. 457 plans and 403Bs are both pre-tax plans. They're typically plans available that kind of mimic a 401k, but they're for government employees. And uh, 403B kind of work like IRAs. You can roll them over at retirement. 457 plans, though, and, and that's a situation sometimes when people retire early, which happens with government pensions, right? If they want to get at the money early, they might say, okay, I need certain amount of cash from 55 to 60. And so they might want to plan cash flow wise to have enough in the 457 plan to draw from early. Um, it also comes down to, in terms of where you're investing on what the overall fees in, those are both products that are known to be in annuities and have high fees. So you really need to look at the overall fee structure in both of those accounts. They're both the same tax wise in terms of a deduction. Isn't it though a little, aren't you just complicating your life sometimes by having too many accounts? Um, yeah, I, like, I, like I, mean, I, like I, I run into people that have 15, 20, 30 accounts <laughs> and they just accumulated and accumulated over the years. And, and some of those have like little like $30 annual service fees and or really high trading costs, minimum yeah. fees, all those types of issues. And, and a lot of times if you have you jo- jobs swapped a lot and your 401k is under $5,000, they can eventually look at, look, say, okay, we can't find you. So we're sending you a check or basically booting you out of the plan because of the administration costs that we have to have you in this plan. So people receive a check that maybe only had 20% withholding, but they owe you know, 40% in taxes on it. Or that check may go to your old home, get thrown away. Sent to the state, the lost funds. And the IRS is coming <laughs> knocking on your door Yep. when they get that report later that year. What's the difference between a 401k, a 403b, and a 457? It's really just a 403bs are for typically... Uh, school teachers, nurses, 
healthcare, 457 plans are typically for government employees. I've done a lot of speeches for teachers, and there's a website, 43B Compare. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's nice. What's, what's tragic to me is how many people get access to teachers. Mm-hmm. Every school district's slightly different, but the school district may have like insurance salespeople. And it made it, there was a law that was changed last year or the year before that we used to be able to go in if somebody had 403B assets, we could just take a chunk of that and move it to another 403B account. It's a TD Ameritrade, which is a custodian that I use. And they've closed down the market. So if the provider's not able to sell to current employees, you can't roll, you can't transfer out. So it locked the market down. And teachers and nurses, they only hear about the options that the salesperson is telling you about. A lot of teachers can go to HR and say, hey, is there a Vanguard option, a T-Row Price option, no-load fidelity option, and avoid the annuity altogether and go straight into the no-load funds. Got another email for you, chad at newfocusfinancial.com. This comes to us from FAM. He works, I work at a large Bay Area tech company. I'm using the target date plans in my 401k. Is that a good idea to max out or should I diversify into other funds as well? You know, target retirement date's fine for your first, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars. Um, if you're younger, it's it's great. But I don't like the bond choices in most target retirement date funds, and a lot of funds are kind of misleading in terms of how much risk they're taking for older people. So I think it's a good no-brainer approach if you're with kind of the Fidelity, the Vanguard, the T Rowe Price, American Century, in the 401k, and their no-load options. I think that's a fine approach for the younger people. But when you're older, you need more management of the fixed income and more management of the international exposure, in my opinion. Sometimes I say to people, um, they want to buy stocks, Chad. They so badly want to buy stocks. Yeah. I'm like, stay in indexes, stay in ETFs as long as you can. And then when you want to buy stocks, buy one and see where you stand after a year. Or if you have a spouse, you know, write down what you're going to buy, give it to her, him. And then when you're ready to sell it, you have to write it down again that you're ready to sell it. It's like still paper trading. Mm-hmm. Most I, people just don't have the time, or they won't. They won't follow that advice. But they'll remember, and that, that's where people get in trouble. Yeah. Oh, I would have bought Facebook when it dipped to eighteen. I said I would. I see a lot, a lot of times where even for people that I manage money for, they'll they might manage their own little account, and the husband and wife will have a contest on really? who can make the most money out of their ten thousand dollar Roth IRA, for example. Does this contest end in love, glorious love? <laughs> Always, all money conversations in a hot love, tub, glorious love in a hot tub with champagne. Who was that Ron Burgundy character? Lo- I love you. Anyway, it's <laughs> <laughs> ah, tongue wrestle. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls in the air. You can find Chad at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app. Join the conversation. 800 516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Hurricane Irma barreling towards Florida. Did you know it typically takes 30 days to get flood insurance through the national government, but it only could be three days through your carrier, and it could cost as little as $450 per year. So it seems like that might be on more people's minds. Speaking of being on people's mind, it's time to bring in one and only Patrick O'Hare from briefing.com. He joins us every Tuesday at this time. We replay it in the next hour. We put it on the Internet. My Facebook page, briefing.com, sends it out through their publicity group. Uh, so you can find Patrick O'Hare all over the Internet. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hey, Rob. I'm doing uh, well, thank you. We had a good weekend. I hope you did, too. <laughs> it was nice. Uh, end of summer. So it was a good summer. Uh, good summer for the stock market. But that it does mean the calendar is September, and September is typically not a friendly month. Do you believe in saying things like September is typically not a friendly month? Well, I mean, you can certainly draw on, on history to, to make that claim. Uh, there's some data to back it up. However, you know, you, there's also that adage that you sell in May and go away, and, and that certainly would not have been, uh, a, you know, a terrific move this year. And So it's just all a matter of really what's, you know, it's circumstantial. You know, what's going on around the market at any given time and any given year, which will help dictate really the performance of the major indices in any given month. And um, just so happens that, as things have uh, fallen like they have, that September has produced some some decent sized down days and uh, and some added selling interest that you typically haven't seen uh, throughout the rest of the year, and therefore it now has that distinction of being the worst month uh, for the market over the last 100 years. But even the, even you know having said that, you know the average decline is for the Dow has been about one percent. Right, so the important takeaway there for long-term investors is that even though it has a track record of being a a quote bad month or the worst month for the market, um, you know it's not the type of thing you go out and you you just sell everything and go away. <laughs> um, so you just have to take a stock of what's going on around you and uh, you know and go from there. Okay, so your page one column, which I start my day, my investing day, not my vacations day, but my investing day. Every single day, uh, you wrote a familiar feel was your headline today. You're talking about Hurricane Irma, which a couple weeks ago you were talking about Hurricane Harvey. You were talking a couple weeks ago about North Korea nukes and crazy stuff going on there, and now you're talking about it again. Are these two situations problematic for you or opportunistic? Well, you know, I think the one that's most problematic is obviously is North Korea, um, you know, because, you know, that has... Uh, you know, massive potential to upset the whole geopolitical and economic order. Um, you know, Hurricane Irma uh, would create some havoc, obviously, but it'd be you know more temporary in nature, and it would be more localized, most likely. It's what we're seeing. It's what we saw with Harvey in Texas. Uh, terrible destruction there. Tragic situation, but you know, localized predominantly along the Texas Gulf Coast. Now, there is some residual effect, obviously, with the shutdown of the oil refineries, which will have some national impact. But, but again, that's going to be short-term in, in duration. So, you know, from a risk standpoint, um, you know, North Korea is clearly the bigger bigger risk if something were to um, happen there militarily because um, because of all the wide-reaching implications of, of such, a, such a move. Um, you know, Irma would be... Uh, something that would be terrible to, to watch unfold, um, and clearly there would be plenty of um, you know destruction if it maintains a Category 5 status like it has right now. But, you know, as we saw after Katrina, you know, um, 
things bounce back. I mean, you rebuild things bigger and better than they were before to prevent things like an Irma, you know, taking them out, you know, in a subsequent period. So, um, so there's some short-term economic impact from a natural disaster, but I think overall, you know, it gets cleared out on the other side of things with, uh, with rebuilding efforts. So what are some of the other big headlines that you're focusing on at this point in time? We're clearly in September, i.e. the back end of the year. Uh, anything pressing for you, or is it kind of cruise control in the nine-year bull market? Right. Well, I mean, one of the focal points this month certainly will be the fact that Congress is back in session, and Congress has some really important business to take up before the month is over. Um, you know, needs to somehow work out some type of budget resolution, uh, and at the same time, it needs to agree to you know, to raise the debt limit. Uh, and you know, part of last week's rally was predicated on the notion that because of the federal aid that Texas is going to need to deal with the after effects of Hurricane Harvey, that you would kind of have this sort of you know kumbaya moment in Congress where everyone's going to get along and make sure that that gets taken care of and. You know, and that it would be attached to some type of debt limit increase, uh, and then you don't have this 11th hour drama that seems to unfold every time we come around having to deal with the debt limit these days. Um, so I, I would argue that part of today's weakness is is now a rethink of that notion, just given some headlines over the weekend that suggest, you know, uh, that those negotiations may be a bit more complicated than you know what people were anticipating last week when the market was rallying, and so. Um, so that is certainly going to be something that needs to be closely watched. And, uh, and then, you know, on top of it, you've got the, uh, excuse me, you got the ECB meeting coming, uh, later this week on Thursday. Uh, and, uh, you know, and the, the, the intersection of politics and central banking is going to be something that's, that's going to be key here in the second half of the year. So we need to uh, watch how both those things unfold. Can I ask you about the um, Bitcoin and today they get hit and all the digital currencies as after China Central Bank said initial coin offerings are illegal and ask all related fundraising activity to be halted immediately. You're seeing cryptocurrencies down 10 plus percent. I can't figure it out enough to give advice. So I typically just kind of hide behind. It's a momentum play. It's not very tangible to me. It's not a product that I consume or use. Um, it feels like bubble momentum kind of investing. Be cautious, cautious, cautious. Do you have any commentary on, on Bitcoin and alternative currencies? You know, gosh, Rob, I mean, I think I'm in the same boat you are, really. I mean, I think that there's ultimately, in terms of blockchain technology, there, there's something that's going to be important there, you know, when it's all said and done. But I think what we're seeing unfold here with the cryptocurrencies is really just a, it's more like a, a casino mentality and, and a trader's playground. Um, you know, if you happen to have good timing, you probably think you're okay trading those cryptocurrencies. But, um, but it is reminiscent of some very, um, you know, <laughs> of some of those days back in the dot com uh, bubble period where uh, things just go out of control in a short amount of time because they have just momentum triggers plowing into the same instrument, and then they, you know, crash 30, 40 percent the next day, only to come back 30 to 40 percent the next day. So. Uh, it's not a not an area I think that really most people, most of your listeners would probably want to, you know, play in right now because it is a playground and you can really get burned badly um, by a lot of bullies on that playground if you're not paying attention. Sounds good. Is there anything else that you're working on right now that you want to bring to our attention as far as the world of Patrick O'Hare and briefing.com? 
Well, you know, not, nothing in particular at this point in time. You know, rolling off the weekend, I'm trying to still get situated with with the headlines of the day here, and, uh, and there's, you know, going to be a lot that unfolds this week. So I'll see uh, see what comes of that to. Uh, you know, probably put together some type of some big picture idea. But, you know, coming uh, the week after that, I will be doing an update to uh, briefing.com's market view uh, for the fourth quarter. Uh, so that's certainly uh, in the hopper here, and uh, we'll take some time to put together. I always enjoy some of your bigger picture columns and some of the bigger pieces that briefing.com undertakes. I get the day-to-day is more of a snapshot a lot of times, but... And you start blowing out the perspective into the big picture and the market view and some of the story stocks. Uh, you do a real nice job um, as far as throwing out ideas that are pretty easily digestible and not too scary for investors. Uh, lots of calendars at the website and lots of things that people could uh, digest. And, you know, my favorite is live and play in the morning. Uh, just uh, for cheating in the world of financial media, I can get a lot of information mm-hmm. pretty fast. So thanks for what you do there, and pass it on amongst yeah, your well, coworkers. Yeah, thank you, Rob. I will certainly do that. I appreciate it. Well, I will let you go unless you have anything else you want to throw out there at this point in time. Uh, feels like we're having a pretty good year, all things considered, but there are some roadblocks in September. Well, that's right. Up 10.1% as we speak for the year on the S&P 500, but obviously a lot of business that still needs to get done in the back half of the year here. So we'll see what happens uh, come New Year's Eve. Sounds good. Thanks very much for joining us, and I'll talk to you next Tuesday as we're wont to do on a regular basis. I always enjoy it. His insights are, I'm not going to say spot on, but his insights are are pretty close to the target more often than not as far as what you need to know. Big news today from his page one is United Technologies and Rockwell Collins are acquiring, well, United Technologies acquiring Rockwell Collins. That's a big one. It's a $30 billion acquisition. A lot of people fear that United Technologies is going to basically own the airplane industry from you know making the tubes that look like airplanes to the seats to the engines to the cabling to the entertainment systems. Um, a lot of people get a little bit nervous when someone takes that big of a, what would be a, considered the, the map of an airplane. Uh, but United Technologies also owns things like Otis Elevators, and they're in businesses that take 30 to 50 years to play out. Uh, you know, when you build an airplane, it's built for 30 years. When you build an elevator, it's around for 50 years. So this could be an interesting acquisition. Uh, not much of a premium being given to Rockwell Collins today because a lot of people knew consolidation was coming. I do want to mention big seminar coming up, and I'd love to see there, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning, uh, September 9th in San Rafael at the Four Points by Sheraton. Um, registration is $25, but it's free if you use the code RADIO25. Sign up at robblackshow.com. We're going to be talking Social Security, retirement products, managing your IRAs, measuring your risk, protecting your estate from long-term cost, uh, passive versus active portfolio management. This is the only time I'll be in run this year, and if we get a good turnout, I'll come again next year once or twice. If not, this might be it for Marin. But you can sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Use the code RADIO25. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
big seminar coming up this Saturday in Marin. I'd love to see you there. Going to go over at least 10 stocks that are being accumulated as just plays wild, widely across Wall Street. Going to go over potentially orange juice futures and how to invest in orange juice. Um, and the concept of Hurricane Irma pushing orange juice up 6% already. Texas had cotton. Everyone thinks about Texas having oil, but Texas has cotton and like these little weird side plays on hurricanes and situations along those lines. Uh, Wall Street is always super active. You can sign up for the big event coming up this Saturday by going to robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. It's from 10 to noon in the Sheraton San Rafael. Four points by Sheraton San Rafael. Um, 10 to noon. Registration is 25 bucks, but it's free of use code radio 25. CFP Chad Burton joining me now. He ran the show earlier this morning. They'll run it again tomorrow morning. Um, basically from 6 to 7 on this show. Mr. Burton, uh, you will be at the seminar this weekend. You will be given great content as you typically tie towards income and retirement. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Emergency reserves. Uh, we see an emergency unfolding with hurricanes. Uh, do you see an emergency unfolding with stock markets and the need to have emergency reserves? Yeah, and it's not necessarily a stock market situation. Um, it's the job losses. It's issues like hurricanes. Um, you know, in addition to the Bay Area office, we have an office in Vancouver, Washington, which is, you know, a six-minute drive to Portland, Oregon. And right now the Eagle Crest fire is burning out of control. It's just it's a devastating event up there right now. Um, employees' cars are covered in ashes about as much as it was during St. Helens, if not worse. Um, and people that I know that live in that area are being evacuated out of their houses. So the question is, if that happens, you know, it really tests employers' paid time off. Uh, people can't go to work. Some people, you know, are going to have major financial issues as a result of this. There's one guy on the news, Rob, that was sitting there with his... Uh, wife and three kids and they asked him, well, where are you going to go? As he's being evacuated from his home. He goes, well, I guess we're going to go to my dad's. He doesn't know it yet, but he's going to find out real soon. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things that it just reminds you that the stock market's going to do what it does. There's natural disasters all the time, but you have to be financially prepared for a lot of those issues, whether that's six months of cash on hand, not necessarily in a safe, but accessible to you. Um, you have to have digital records of everything you own now because you never know when a natural disaster is going to come and displace those documents, right? I think you even uh, pointed out that freak storm that happened in Santa Barbara over the weekend. Yes. That was, cr- that was insane. It just hit and destroyed a lot of things real quick in a short period of time. Um, so in this digital day and age, you've got to you know, have your documents accessible to you from anywhere, um, so that includes even, and this is a reminder of my situation where I'm dealing with, you know, finishing up a large, uh, you know, kind of deck and garage remodel. So the value of my house has gone up and I got to make sure that I'm looking at either replacement costs or market value of my home. How am I insured? Is it enough? Because if let's say you have an older specific style of home that has a market value, but the replacement cost to rebuild the exact replica of that is much higher than maybe you have should be going on a replacement cost value um, and getting into a little bit more detail with your insurance agent. And that goes with your rental properties too, because the cost of building has gone up so much in the last couple of years because everybody's so busy again 
that you may not be insured on your home or your rental properties to the right effect. So it, it, when we're we're seeing Harvey, when we're seeing Irma, the, you know, could could hit here shortly, and the fires anywhere from the northwest to all over the country right now. You gotta, you know, visit with your insurance agent and and make sure that you're fully covered. I don't have an insurance agent, which makes it a little bit more difficult. But I do have two very good insurance groups, Geico and USAA. So just make sure you have this plotted out. Um, I recently saw that my home value, according to Zillow, went a little bit higher. And I was thrilled to see it. Um, but I don't really know how to jump into the thought of re-changing my insurance. I, I know you update the building value, and I just just make the phone call, right? Talk to someone yeah. and say, you know, it's been five years, six years since I last talked to you. Um, chat with me because I pay you. Well, yeah, not only that, but it's, you know, if you use USA, go online and look at your documents and say, what is your dwelling covered for? What are the the personal items inside your house covered for? And then add it up on your own. Um, yeah, I told that story before where my my brother, his, his wife, um, inherited a whole bunch of jewelry and firearms from her father who passed away, right? And so they get that. They don't update their insurance policy. They get all the items in their home, and a month later, they have a major break-in and lose everything. So they were not insured for those new items because they didn't deal with their insurance agent when they had a life-changing event. We have a new child. You inherit money, a job change. Anytime you have a life-changing event, you kind of say, okay, i got to redo my financial plan, and part of that is, is insurance. So anything else that we need to be thinking about? Is this something you're going to be talking about at the event? Because, like, for instance, at the event on retirement income, uh, the volatility in the market has people freaked out. And that's a little bit in the same vein as the idea of prepping for not a natural disaster, but a, maybe a stock market that's so volatile that it feels disastrous pending. Oh, there's a lack of volatility right now, which is more of a concern than, than anything, really. Um, I'm not really worried about corrections because we have – you know, market's positive 70% of the time. It's actually been 75% since like 1980. But um, the when we do have three, five to seven percent corrections every year, one 15 to 20 percent correction every five to seven years, um, and th- that's kind of along the path of recession. So corrections happen. You have to look at them as big buying opportunities. And as long as you have a little bonds in your portfolio, a little cash, you already have powder dry to say, okay, the market's fallen by 10, 15%. It's time to rebalance, sell some cash and bonds and buy stocks. And that Thanks. is what gets you way ahead over a 10-year period. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can see him at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael, 10 to noon on September 9th. Uh, you can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com or newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. That's RADIO25, newfocusfinancial.com. The closer you get to retirement, the more you need to start thinking about how you can get the most out of your nest egg. Hi, I'm Rob Black. On September 9th, I'll be in San Rafael, along with CFP Chad Burton and attorney Michelle Lerman, for a special event focused on retirement income strategies and estate planning. We're going to help you get a better picture of how to manage your retirement income so that it lasts longer, lets you live comfortably, and protects your family. Which accounts you should draw from first? What's the best way to manage your IRAs and your 401ks? How should you handle your Social Security? We'll cover all that and show you how to minimize your taxes. And we'll go over retirement products. Which ones are the good ones? Which ones to avoid? 
What if long-term care becomes an issue? That could drain your entire estate if you don't protect it. Just the tip of the iceberg. Join us Saturday, September 9th, 10 to noon at Sheraton San Rafael. Register now at robblackshow.com. For KDOW listeners, we'll waive the $25 fee. Just use promo code RADIO25 when you register. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. Hope to see you there. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.